Please listen carefully. Listen, when you're white, you got to be careful, okay? You got to bathe your kids more than you think you do. Have you seen the internet? What's up, sisters? Welcome back to another episode of Everyone and Their Sister, your most anticipated podcast of the year. I'm Christina. I am Natasha. And I'm Aunt Stinky. <laughs> also known as oh, Stephanie. That's all no I'm one's going to know what that meant because we have to cut out the, the previous. <laughs> I'm only calling you Aunt Stinky from now on. Today's episode, we're going to chat about the things that we're looking forward to the most in 2022, what's coming out that we're excited about. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, so that you can start building out your list of what you're going to read and watch, uh, we just want to quickly chat through, guys, what have you been reading over the holidays? We're now a couple weeks out. We're back in the exhausting wheel of life. Uh, but what have you guys been reading and watching that's been keeping you alive? I mean, I feel like I've watched so much TV. Like, I watched, like, The Silent Sea, which is the new Korean drama on Netflix, which is very good. Stars Gong Yoo. That's a fun a sci-fi one. Yeah, he's very hot in the show, too. He's got a neck tattoo. I can't even describe how scene to scene I was like, give me more, take it off. <laughs> Um, but Let me see it. It's not even supposed. It's not a romantic K drama. Oh, it's like a no. serious <laughs> sci-fi <drama>. thriller. <laughs> it's a thriller, and so like the whole time I'm like, this is inappropriate, but it's so hot. <laughs> um, oh, I've been watching Station Eleven. I will say, like all the things I've been watching have been very depressing to watch during a mm-hmm. pandemic, especially during like a resurgence. Like Station Eleven, two on the nose. It's too on the like there's too many things that they've obviously so they changed it from the book obviously um by emily whatever her name is um john mandel or something john, yeah um <laughs> they've changed mandel? it mandel, i think yeah but i think they've changed it from so they changed it from instead of being in toronto it's in chicago but it's that infuriated me because yeah, i was like, like there's was no reason like, it like for the most part it looks like it could be toronto minus like they filmed the it in toronto train. i was gonna say it's probably filmed here <laughs> yeah here's yeah oh so apparently they wanted to film in chicago this is what michelle found out but because of the pandemic or something or some issues they had to film in mississauga yeah <laughs> just make it in toronto or just don't even say where it is whatever it is anyway it doesn't matter it could have been like a fictional place doesn't matter but then they were like we have to do the l train blah 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 but anyway so infuriating to watch that kind of change but then also like everything that they like imitated they kind of imitated from this pandemic instead of like in the book so like there's things that you're just like oh like obviously it's like a lot like faster paced where like for the pandemic you're like can we travel can we not travel it's so slow moving because of the nature of covid but because this is a different type of pandemic situation virus. <laughs> virus it's like a lot more faster like people get stranded at airports people are fucking taking boats and shit it's very scary to watch essentially but and then i also watched like don't look up which was not good to watch as well but <laughs> like, basically i can't, i 
I can't watch Don't Look Up. I saw the preview for it and I was like, I'm not emotionally will, in a place infuri- where like, I, can I think live it's, with that. I think it's meant to, well, it's obviously meant to infuriate you, but also like there's parts of it where I'm just like, no, we didn't need to go this far. <laughs> like I, I didn't, I know this is satire, but I'm pissed. I'm pissed still. It's too fresh. The wounds are too fresh. Anyway, that's not really like the craziest thing that uh like i recently read or watched or whatever but we're gonna talk about guild very quickly because i'm gonna say mm-hmm. yeah so i uh, upon steph's recommendation through tiktok i guess uh mm-hmm. i've been reading the guild what i thought was a trilogy uh, it's not good okay the series is called the plated prisoners which i think is jesus fucking christ the greatest series name <laughs> I've ever heard. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Amazing. Plated and here's plated the thing. prisoners. I wanted. I went in thinking it would be more like Captive Prince, where I was like mm-hmm. Sli- slightly problematic, but it's going to be some sexy times. And I was like, okay. And then I start reading, and I'm like, oh, this is not. This is not what it. <laughs> Excuse me, Captive Prince takes a very long time to get to any kind of sexy times. Yeah, but this one starts with sexy times and then doesn't do any sexy times. <laughs> Well, there's four more books for you to read, so who knows? Potentially. like Three I, are only out. I can say, so I read literally these three books in the past three days. <laughs> I read the whole series that's available to me. One one orgy, and that's it. That's it, yeah. So, like, just, if you're going in expecting an orgy on every page, that is not what you're getting. You're, like, legitimately getting a look at <laughs> Stockholm I, Syndrome. It honestly feels like the opposite of erotica. It's like, oh, yeah. Here's here's an orgy to start. We're gonna get you in, but then we're gonna tell you about it's going how backwards. every yeah every every relationship in this series is problematic, and we're gonna talk about how men are the worst. And I'm like, oh, that's a much better sell of it than anything <laughs> Steph ever said. And it's because, but I didn't want to give that away. I don't want to give that. I didn't want to give that away. I, I think I'm like, you, you I need think you to need go to. In. No, no, I think oh, you okay. need to give that away because like when you're going in, you're seeing all these problematic elements. Of that's people why. That's that why the first like, book is like wow because you're like this is so wrong and like. How can she come yeah. back from this? And she does. The, the language <laughs> that people use against, uh, like, the the harem, very problematic. And mm-hmm. then suddenly they're like, boom, we're going to we're gonna show you how it's problematic and how, like... Like, at be, the end of the day, yeah, like, this is a... Then, but then they also, they essentially also talk about how sex work is real work. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, is this a more progressive book than I thought it was? It's, I mean, it's a look at toxic relationships in every single way it yeah. could possibly be a toxic relationship. I'm fascinated. Yeah, like my, my, I think my biggest problem right now is the way the women treat women. And if that doesn't change or they don't go back on that, then we're going to have a problem. But, but then, but, I'm but then, but then, but then I like take a step back and like, but that would also be another horrible toxic relationship that how are you going to get out of that if your life is a fucking saddle you know what i mean yeah anyway what what we're saying is uh, try it out if if it goes well it's a brilliant series if it doesn't it's the worst thing i've ever read it's fa- it, okay i so i've hit book three and i'm like i don't know i think there's either four or five books that are supposed to be in the series but we've already hit a point that i'm like very interested to see where this series is gonna go based on the third book i I so like to give you a little thing i started reading it just casually at like midnight or whatever (laughs) after steph told me to read it and i was like cool i'll just grab this start reading it i finished it that same night i did not go to bed (laughs) i also did it in one day because i was like i need to know (laughs) 
And then immediately after game night last night, three, four a.m. in the morning, I was like, I've gotta read the second one because <laughs> save me. And I, can I just give you a little snippet? So like, you're reading this book, whatever, whatever. Then you learn that this main character has twenty four ribbons growing out of her back. Out of her spine, essentially. And I was like, like I spinal attachments, 100%. The woman, me, was stunned. I was stunned. I'm like, what? What? And they move and they can do things. I'm like, what am I They're prehensile ribbons. And the thing is, I was like, oh, this is going to be some weird kink thing. There's going to... Nothing. No kink thing. When Steph mentioned it, that's what I assumed. Yeah. So did I. This is what I... The difference, again, in between the way you two sold this book is that... When Steph brought it up, she said, oh, my God, this book has a girl with ribbons growing out of her back. And then she talked about how it opens with an orgy. She's part of a harem. No, you guys. you No, these are the questions <laughs> no, you said to me. You said we, you're like, oh, is this sexual? I'm like, it starts with an orgy, but that's, it's not sexual. <laughs> yeah, but the, the information you chose to share was she's a part of a harem and she's called a saddle. At no point did you share any other information. But those okay? are facts, man. Those are Nat facts you get in the first has chapter. now shared it with this information of like, it's man-hating. Quite frankly, I don't trust either of you. So we'll Are you going to read it? Until, no, the series would need to be entirely I, out. Wait, how I, many, I how many did, patience. How many did she say it was going to be? Seven? Four or five, I think. Oh, thank God. That's Hold on. Let me, let me, let me Do, quickly when, when, check. Okay, actually, is this self-pubbed and how long has it been taking her to write these? Uh, I believe these are self-pubbed and Excellence. it has been, I think, once a year. Multiple the, in a year. Yeah. The, I'm, so, oh, actually, two I'm last year. Wow, they're very good for self-pub. There's a lot uh, of really good self-pub out there. I respect self-publishing always. I mean, I just mean like uh, the self-publishing have been very questionable. In so- actually, Atlas Six, yes. Also, there's another series I read that was also maybe maybe she hired like a a person like it looks like a real. Well, yeah, she can hire a, a fucking editor. Um, <laughs> did you just say Atlas Six? Yes, as in like, oh yes, that was good. Yeah, yeah. You read it. No. As in everybody has said it's good. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you didn't read it. Why haven't you read it? You own the physical copy. I just, there's been so many Steph things. brought up guilt and you read it immediately. Because I, I sold it better. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Hilariously, <laughs> I had Atlas X before you did and I bought it because <laughs> yeah. everybody was and talking about it. And when you were it. moving, it was one of the only books that you did not pack away. Yeah. And you haven't read it yet. I have not been in a place where I wanted to physically read something until this. this I would like you to fuck off, please. It took me. This is leverage. This is a fucking leverage all over again. You're going to read Atlas 6 four years from now. And you're going to tell me that you read it because read what Cindy talked about it. Listen, you can't you can't make rules around what you read when you read it, honestly. Because some, so, sometimes fair, I'm in the mood. True, sometimes I'm in the mood. It was the audacity to be like, oh, yeah, Atlas 6, as though it might have been good. So at first I was offended because I thought she read it and didn't tell me. She's saying it's but good then, based on what you've said. That's a compliment. We ended up here. <laughs> I literally, a passing mark, yes, Atlas 6. That's all I said. I didn't say I read it. didn't say it, anything. Just, yes, Atlas 6. It's interesting because really, a lot of the book talk books are self-published, now that I think about it. that may, I mean, that makes sense, I think. And there's a lot, I think that, like, we don't need to get into this. That's not what this episode's about. But a lot of, like, genre fiction is self-published, and a lot of that stuff's the best. Because I don't think, if you think about, could this book have sold to a publisher? It might have been a hard sell. Probably with the opening with an orgy because it's 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 adult or... fantasy. It's not YA or like new adult. I would say adult. not not that I ever want to bring this author up, but I would say this is probably very similar to like the Wither series. Do you remember Wither? Mm-mm. I won't name the author who shall not be named, but um, it's essentially that good. The same... Nobody knows who you're talking about. Well, somebody will know. 
Okay, we don't. <laughs> anyway, um, she wrote Is like Stefano? a like a yeah. Um, she wrote like a trilogy called the the Chemical Garden series. And it's essentially the same thing where women are used in a certain way and they start with very young teens and it's very abusive. It's very like, it's, it's troubling and problematic, but it's trying to tell the story of like, you know, that thing. This is what it feels like because it feels like why, but in an adult book, which I appreciate because yeah, just make them adults at that point. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't put me through this stupid one-a-ness of it. Okay. We're going to have to do a deep dive on this. Which means, Christina, you're going to have to read it. <laughs> that's the only, as I mentioned, that's the only time I'll do it. If it's for an episode, fine. But I would really prefer to read something that's all out. But for you, I will. I mean, technically, I the first it. arc is out. I would, I would say. That's I would hellish. throw out. I thought you meant, like, the first arc of, like, the fourth book. No, the, so the fourth book comes out May 2022. So technically, we don't have that long. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. I can if we do an long. episode on it, yes, I will read it. But that's not the point of this episode. The point of this episode is what are our most anticipated books, movies, or TV show or TV shows of 2022? So let's get us started. Steph, what are you looking forward to this year? I feel like there's a lot, you know. Bridgerton season two. Bridgerton season two. Uh, what else is there? Uh, shit, what's the guy? Oh my god, what's the What? You know? Sandington season two. I don't think I Miss Scarlet season two. Oh, is this season two? I didn't. I didn't. I thought those were canceled. No, those are. They got. I think they got renewed because of Bridgerton. Personally, oh. Um, so that's where we're at. But Theo James will not be returning to Sandington because he's oh, in the Time Traveler's Wife, which that's not. I'm not anticipating that Wait, fucking show. There's Wait, a remake that... of the Time Traveler's Wife. Yes, there is. Friends, the most Why? useless fucking thing I ever seen in my life. I don't. Does it's did been, anyone want been... this? It's been less than a decade. Did anyone have this on their I need this immediately <laughs> list? No. Yeah, like, the movie was more than enough. Like, this was not something that needs to be made. I think we are at the stage where, like, yes, time travel and yes, time travel romance, but no one being a child. You know? Like, we're beyond that as adults. And also a show? The the woman is Rose Leslie. Which, again, why are, why are these two actors in this fucking team? Like, I, no one wants No one wants this. <laughs> I like that it's our least anticipated of 2022. That's my least. <laughs> is this being made? What's the show with Cillian Murphy? What's it fucking called? Peaky Blinders. That's coming oh, out yeah. next oh. next month. But I think okay, this is a surprise because I didn't know this was happening. Cheer season two is coming out next yes. week, and they're going to talk about Jerry getting arrested for child. child is it child porn. pornography child or yeah, like something? Basically, yeah. And I really, really hope that they like talk about how like just that. Like, I'm pretty sure they were filming when he got arrested. Yeah. And then also you I, have the rival team. I was going to say the rival team. I like, feels like we're going to get a good look at them. And this is what I care about because. Sorry. It's just like such a like, oh, here's the two things that cheer season two can tackle. Literally. The uh, exploitation of underage minors and the way shooting to fame very quickly made it easier for someone to do that. And then also the rival cheerleading team. Because you know, like in Bring It On, the rival team is like pretty much like the all black team, and you're just like, yep. what have they stolen from them? <laughs> Tell us more. Why can they never win? You have to know. You but that's it's just like everything. Cheer season one had literally everything, and now we're it has even more than I could have possibly thought a season two could have had. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. in- wild. 
Oh. I'm excited. I that show like completely left my memory like yeah. a month after we watched it. But as we talk about it coming up again, I'm just remembering all the like upset like insane things that happened. Like at one point, wasn't a girl like pregnant? And then she like was looking at the dude that impregnated her because they were on like an on again, off again relationship or something like that. What? Or is that something else? I, I thought that's something, something else. else. That was Defu. Oh. oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. That was deaf you. This yeah. one had like, you had. Oh, the- I remember. Wait. No, no. I remember cheer. The fucking parents of that. Like, uh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, oh, I. The only thing that I would want from a season two is they get arrested. But like Call they, up the FBI that are working on fucking Filippo's case. They built like, up Jerry. For you to deal with. In season one as like this like inspirational story. Amazing and I'm like, are you going to because like the whole season one, I was like, Jerry's the best, blah 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 blah. And then this shit, it got so like, it happened so suddenly. I remember like whatever last year that I was like, put it out of your mind. So when you were like, I wonder if they're gonna like when they were talking about like, oh, it was devastating to have somebody from our team arrested, blah blah blah. I remember this is where I was, and I was just like, who are they talking about? (laughs) Because I could not for the life of me be like oh cherry was arrested because i was just like i put it in my mind it was so upsetting and if they fought if ladarius is still not great i'm gonna be i'm gonna cry i'm gonna be so sad it's gabby butler these i'm just looking at their names it's all gonna come back to lexi attitude queen yeah lexi left the team right she dropped out of school or something but then i saw her in the preview so i'm like what's going on what's happening here i don't know man did someone go to the rival team like that's i is there, gonna be, is there gonna be like weird like covid guidelines on this show i mean you would assume but it's in texas so probably no well they f- they would have filmed pre-covid now because they were filming season two uh, like as season one came out okay maybe. so what year would they be talking about 2020 maybe, maybe covid comes in but no but no he was, but jerry no but jerry was arrested last year i think it's during covid yeah but it's like, during covid but he was arrested in 2020 wasn't he because he was yeah, arrested not during long COVID. after the show came out yeah. During COVID. Yeah, but they were filming before COVID because they were filming in 2019. So it but probably is like in, if it's anything, in the it's trailer like they're talking through. about the arrest, and he's so not. So it could in be it. about like halfway through. I mean, you would go back and you would address that. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, I guess so. I guess. Um, I actually like speaking of this. I have been reading like a romance book currently, and you know how most authors just pretend COVID didn't happen. Yeah. yeah, this author has taken the opposite approach. Don't need that. Don't want it. <laughs> Where it's like COVID's over, and there's like certain guidelines now, and it's just like a permanent new normal, and it's not bad. I have to say, I'm at a stage where like, at first when people were saying, "I don't want my media to talk about COVID or Corona at all, just pretend it doesn't exist," I was kind of on the fence about if I agreed with that or not because it's a real thing address it your media should address things you shouldn't just pretend stuff didn't happen it's also like again this is a new normal like at a certain point the media is going to have to acknowledge that because people are just going to be used to wearing masks everywhere and like that's yeah. just the thing that's going to happen yeah like she's wearing a mask on a plane and i'm like oh yeah <laughs> but at the same time i can't watch station 11 or don't look like at the same time don't talk to me and don't tell me about this so it really depends on the thing like superstore i think is still one of the only shows that addressed it well even and like should have addressed it because there's a lot of stuff that talks about it like sometimes i'll be reading fan fiction i know who i am and they'll drop it in there and i'll be like the fuck is this 
I'm reading about the magicians. I don't need this in my life. I don't need a pandemic. This yeah, is like, like this is I'm escaping. <laughs> yeah, like uh, it's like a romance, so obviously it's not about the pandemic. It's just kind of like a thing that's acknowledged, but it's pretending that it's it's done, right? Like it's over. There's nothing. That is you probably get, the wave of the future. Yeah, it's it's like you're on your twentieth vaccine. Essentially, is what this this is. It's like it's future, but but now Once every six months, just boost. Yeah, me and so like it's just like she's traveling like normal, but she's like, oh, it's been a while since I've been on a plane since the pandemic. Blah blah blah. It's just like a casual remark, and I was like pandemic what book is this uh an accidental odyssey i have to say very good i am shocked no idea okay (laughs) i honestly Uh, maybe you should let the audience know (laughs) yeah let me look it up quickly it's the second book in like clearly like a romance series casey dyer yeah casey dyer there's a first one i haven't read the first one but i don't think you need to because they're different main characters it's the similar formula but the main um the main woman is Italian or no, no Greek, Greek, something mixed. But the, the main dude is Brown. And I was like, Oh, I have not read a romance. I think that's had like a South Asian, like love interest so far that I know of. So just saying, it's very interesting. I think we've, we've read some, P&P uh, re- revisionings. <laughs> Actually, that's exactly what I was thinking yeah. of. Some Pride and Prejudice ones. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I, yeah, but... Mm. <laughs> the P&P ones to me are, like, very... I think, but usually I think it's rare. I, it's probably it's, not the it's first very one rare. ever, also, but it's still rare. Uh, he's an archaeologist. Oh. <laughs> so this is made for Nat. This is yeah, I for you. truly went into this book not knowing anything about it. I literally saw that it was available to read, and I was like, yeah, I need a new romance. I'll just pick it up. And so, like, I went in and I was like, uh, excuse me? Pardon <laughs> um, And there's a sex scene immediately. Just like Guild. And it was kind of hot. It wasn't very descriptive, but it was pretty hot. Just putting that out there for anybody that wants but to read that book. Of, but none of that was your most anticipated for the year, No, right? absolutely not. It was just <laughs> so a total So do you tangent. want to talk about what your most anticipated for the year is? <laughs> I, it could only be one thing. It's the only thing I think about constantly every wow. other day. It, it, it ravages my mind. Uh, it's the third book in the Dauntless Path series by Intisar Kahani. I've talked about this before. This book, the second book in this series, ruined me. Like, it ends on the worst cliffhanger ever. If you don't remember, the Dauntless um, Path trilogy starts with Thorn, which is basically mm. the Goose Girl mythology story. I read that one. Yeah, yeah. And then the second book, Theft at Sunlight, follows a different character in that same world who interacts with the character from the first world. But the thing is, instead of just ending her story at the end of the second book, they're like, ah, this is too long, so we will cut it off right right when something crazy happens and is like, okay, her her book will continue in the third book. And I'm like, what? This is not how it works. You have broken the rules. Yeah, just make it. I don't care if the book is a thousand pages. Make it a long book. I was like, I will read it. It's it's annoying. Anyway, the third one is called A Darkness at the Door. I assume it will be the final of her book for like for this person's character arc because I'd be pissed if it's not because I need to know the ending now. Like it's just anyway, that's my most anticipated. What is really funny about this is um the author's name, Inthasar um Kahani in my language means wait story. Really? I don't, I don't wanna wait. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure it's on purpose. Is that even your real name? That'd be hilarious. Hilarious, yeah. Ugh, so annoying. Anyway, 
that's what I'm waiting on. And it's not even like a pleasant wait. It's not a pleasant anticipation. It's an irritation every single day. Like, I don't, I don't know that have... I have any pleasant anticipations. The shit that is not out immediately, I'm like, just give it to me. Just give yeah. a book. And I don't even think it's like early 2022. I think it's like July. So I literally have to wait till the summer. There's no cover, which worries me. For you. <gasps> I know. This is what I'm saying. Are they going to push it? Like, what's happening here? What's... There's no supply chain issues, man. Mm-hmm. I'm pit. I don't even need a physical. Just send me an arc. Who, who do I go to for an arc? Who... Have you gone on NetGalley yet? Oh, shit. I should go on NetGalley. I should be on NetGalley There's constantly. There's no cover for a NetGalley, though. So, so it's. Yeah. I'm. There should be a cover by now. It's too close. Too close to publishing time, which makes me feel like. And the date felt like a fake date. You know, when you see like a fake date for publishing. It's just sort of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it it's was like, like yeah, July probably. 1st or something. Yeah. And I was like, all right. All right. I don't think so. I don't think. Give me the real date. Here's the thing. If they push this date, that's it. Um, Omicron, take me. Florona. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was waiting for you, you to say that you were going to, like, try to steal the manuscript. <laughs> a pull of Filippo Bernadette. I mean, there is a day. There is a date. Like, it's not just expected 2022. It's July 2022. Yeah, but it's July 1st, which... Mm. July 21st. Oh, July 21st. Okay, that could be a real date. That could be a real date. <laughs> praying for you. Okay, I... I, I Maybe Filippo Bernardini was uh, had something. <laughs> maybe there was a reason. This is the reason because maybe he was just driven so crazy by the Millennium Quad, quad or whatever. What do you call four books? Saga. I don't know. Saga. It was the fifth book. The fifth. Yeah, he was so he was left on a cliffhanger for the fourth book. Fifth book, he needed it. He need he fucking needed that book. And guess what? They didn't give it to him, and that was wrong. And so the moral of the story is that Intasar Kahani should send me the third book for this. Goddamn series. Take her on Twitter and see if we can get it. I will we'll take her interview on her. I'll be like, you I won't reveal read the book. I could read it too. I'll be like, I won't reveal anything. I just need to know. Like, it's driving me crazy. At this point, I need to move on. I have other things I could be reading. And here I am being like, ah, let me just compare it to the Dauntless Past series because it's the only thing I'm thinking about all the time. Anyway, that's it. Christina, what's your most anticipated? I'm bitter now. <laughs> when were you not? Um, so when we did this episode last year, my most anticipated for the year was Umbrella Academy season two. And of course, season three is coming out this year, but that felt too easy. So I wanted to pick something different. So I was looking up at like, what's coming out this year. Um, there's a couple books on my list, but nothing like too crazy. The movies in particular, there's a lot to pick from. Like Thor, Love and Thunder is coming out this year. You know, I love Tanika. Uh, Legally Blonde 3 is slated to come out this year. And you know, I can't wait. I'm waiting years for that. Um, the Uncharted movie is finally going to come out, although it probably is not going to be very good. Um, 355, the Lupita Nyong'o vehicle. Every time she's a main character, I'm excited. Jordan Peele's Nope comes out in the summer. Um, Hocus Pocus 2, like, there's a lot of movies that are worth being, like, at least fairly excited about. Actually, the, the Kingsman prequel, I think, also comes out this year, right? The Kingsman. Didn't it come um, out already? Did yeah, it? Was it December? I thought it got push back to 2022 but i could be wrong maybe i got pushed i kept i just kept seeing trailers for it constantly so i there's a lot of movies and i was trying to figure out what to pick and so with all that being said um i realized that the only choice i could go with is umbrella academy season three because (laughs) at the end of the day i am who i am that show is literally made for me uh and i like no matter how much i yeah moira rose style literally made for me um i just 
I, I that show has me by the fucking neck. Like when I tell you, every by the balls as well, the neck and the balls. I'm being grabbed in every corner. There is, listen. When I tell you that fucking cast, like there's so many reasons why I love that show, but I follow the cast on Instagram, um, and it's the worst thing ever. Because I love them. And I'm so desperate for the show. And then people will send me news. They'll be like, ooh, they released the Sparrow Academy stills for the new season. It's coming for sure in 2022. And I'm like, you think I haven't seen this? You think I don't have post notifications turned on? You think I haven't seen this when Justin posted it, when David posted it, when Emmy posted it, when Rob posted it four months later because he forgot? I (laughs) am aware. I am aware of what's going on. I am Listen, I am checking on the regular to see the state of his hair and the state of his curl pattern to know when filming is about to start, okay? Because I care desperately about where they are with this show. And I know that season, I think it's going to be February 2020. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm aiming for. I'm really, really hoping they're going to drop that date soon. Oh, 2022? I I can't wait. Nothing. Oh, that'd be be That'd be perfect for them, especially because, like, the whole two thing, because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ben's character now is number two, so you know there's going to be, like, a whole thing about it. I can't wait. It's the one thing where I know for sure I'm going to take the day off work the day it releases. I may not Mm. wait like I did last time and stay up until 3 a.m. and then watch it all. I might go to sleep and wake up at 4 a.m. to then watch the whole (laughs) thing. But I will be one of the first people to watch it. I 1000%. I am so excited. I can't wait to see Elliot play however, whatever they decide to do with the character. I'm super stoked. I can't wait. I have you noticed. So I don't know if this has to do with like filming or whatever. But have you noticed that like Justin Min, my favorite person to follow from the cast, deleted all of his Instagram posts and now just has like five sitting there. I did notice. And I was like, what's that about? The general marketing shit. A specific thing or there was some stuff that happened in the summer of last year with his Twitter that got him in some hot water, but it turned out to be like an agency tweeting for him or something like that. So, you know, who knows? But I am not surprised because the man is getting so much attention. Let's be real. This Mm -hmm. role exists because Justin Min was great at Twitter. Like he was great (laughs) at marketing himself in this show and that is why this storyline and this character exists the way that it's going to exist also just like there's something about the actors interacting with each other like every once in a while i'll unfollow one of them because i'm like i don't need to follow this person you can't though you can't and then they'll say yeah yeah and then they'll say something to each other in the comments and i'm like oh my god they're so cute but are you ready to now you're gonna love her but you're gonna ugh that guy i don't follow him of course not that's There's the one a, guy I don't like. he's always hanging out right i know <laughs> also emmy raver like in particular the last i'll two never years, unfollow her <laughs> i am i can never follow her i am like assaulted by how stunning she is like mm-hmm. every so often she'll post a picture and i'll just be like i wonder what it's like to walk around being that beautiful her smile is like the smile like that is what you want a smile to be but what's crazy it's is perfect. just imagine her and divi Diggs just walking i don't know what i Ugh. do being Ugh. in their presence imagine being invited over to their stunning home with die. the two stunning people because I we know just, everyone's seen that house before. i literally <laughs> everyone's seen that house but like i i don't know what i i honestly think i'd 
not take the invite. Like, I'd be like, I, I, I don't. I'd be so overwhelmed. <laughs> I'd be like, I, I don't know that I can come into your home and disrespect you this way. But the injustice <laughs> of us not seeing her on the street of Toronto is wild to me. Oh, yeah. I have seen her on the street in Toronto. What? Have you? I, I haven't talked about the story. One night I was walking back home from a TIFF movie while they were filming. It was dead at night. It was still early in the week of TIFF, so King Street was entirely blocked off. And I was walking back to my house, and I love to walk in the middle of King Street when it's closed off for TIFF at night because there's no one there. And as I was walking home, her and two other people were walking towards me, going the other way. She was in a beautiful le- yellow leather suit. She had her hair, which she had like the really long kind of like mohawk style. Mm, yeah, so she had yeah. like a little puff on top. She looked amazing. I was immediately stunned. I took a picture where I was walking away and I like take a picture of them from behind because I feel weird asking random celebrities on the street for pictures but I want proof that I saw them so I have that random picture I was like we were on the same street um I saw David Castaneda at Cineplex <gasps> that same that same what week with his parents. I would have been like you beautiful man um also I feel like if I saw Emmy on the street I'd just scream something <laughs> I I'd be said like nothing you are beautiful <laughs> see that I'm not gonna like harass someone like i'm a construction worker I i'm not so that wouldn't be harassment weird. that's just making a statement that's true listen i feel like i have a good I, recognition of like celebs when they're like people are like who is that i'm like oh i know exactly <laughs> oh yeah in real life i'm way better at identifying celebrities i, than I, I still can't believe you and i Steph, saw deb fatale and oh we didn't God. say any all i said was that's deb fatale in a leather jacket and i'm like yeah it is <laughs> That's the best part about living in Toronto. I'm excited for them to start filming here again. But I still have that problem where it's like accidental stalking because they are so near me. Like yeah. they stay yeah, next. I was, I lived in the apartment that Justin Min stayed in last time. But isn't it so Toronto that we'd see, like, none of us have ever asked them for a photo. Like, I don't think anyone has just to yeah. shit enough to be like, can I get a photo? It's I don't, from, like, I don't know that it's a give a shit. I think it's that we're d- too polite to it bother It feels so them. rude. It yeah. feels so rude. Like, you're just going about your business and some random person is like, can I take some of your time? Like, no. Why would you want a random person taking a photo of you? I know you're a celebrity, yeah. but, like, I, it feels gross. Yeah, it feels weird. Like, even, like, even if it was, like... I think the only time I'd ever ask for a photo is if it's, like, a specific event you go to and they're there to take yeah. photos. But then it's what... So this is why I know I'll never have a photo with celebrity. Because typically, those situations, I'm thinking a lot of, like, fan expo where you're actually paying. Oh, yeah. And I refuse to pay for a picture of someone who is on the internet. But, but then was- also, I'll never ask a person in yeah. a situation where they're not soliciting that by asking for payment. So I'll just never get one. No, but then, then I think of the opportunity. So the, remember when Stephanie Beatrice was at that TIFF thing that we went to? And people went to the stage to take photos with her. And we just looked at her and we're like, oh, beautiful. And then left. And we were like, oh, we should do that. And then we were also didn't because it just felt so rude well like i don't, I don't know. know i don't but want also, a picture with people I'd but she clearly she clearly was posing there for people to take photos and to talk I, with them i don't know how to explain it like i rather it be in a situation like what what is my ideal here that i work in a situation where i naturally come upon emmy raver and one of us is holding a book and we strike up a conversation about that book nothing to do about her being emmy raver at all so i don't have to have the super and then we become friends and then i can exactly fan fiction right now yes one thousand percent i want uh what is it what's that book from olivia dade spoiler alert i want 
That guy's such a But I want it purely as friendship. I just want to know someone famous and chat with them exclusively so that I don't ever have to tell them, wow, I'm such a big fan of you. I just want to know you. <laughs> I, I feel like those words would never come out of my mouth. Like, I'm a big I, fan I of you. Like, I would I never say that. that. Yeah. I don't know how I would act. So instead, I get alerts that they're in <laughs> Toronto filming. And I go, oh, I know exactly where they are right now. Because it's the dark horse. It's on the street that I live on. Yeah. But are you guys mentally prepared to now? What? There's a high probability you're going to like the other Sparrow Academy. So that's like another six people we have to add to your stocking list. Well, I mean, there's a cube. So I don't know that I have to add the cube to my list. <laughs> What? Well, I think the six is... Oh, yeah, I guess the six is... Well, no, no, the six is... With I don't the know how many there are. Too. I just threw it out. Technically, it's five. Set. Oh, is it five? Okay. Because more ben, we gotta... ben, ben is, is one. one of them, and then the cube is the other. But Ritu is also going to be in the season oh, again. Oh, Ritu, yeah. I love I do her. like Ritu, too. Oh, Unless we end so up hating them. Who knows? I watched I watched Red Notice, not because of Ryan Reynolds at The Rock, but because she was in it. Was she really? Yeah, she's uh, like an FBI agent in it. Oh, maybe I'll and watch it it's too. one of those things where that movie could have been a lot better if they had done more with her. Yeah, well, she was such a fan favorite. Yeah, um, and that's again this is the thing. It's the chemistry it. between them too. You know what I mean? Like her casting and David, director knows what's up. Her and David just out there doing their thing, and I'm yeah. like, oh my god, who's the casting director of this show? Hold on, you guys talk. Th- this is like Marvel level casting genius for sure, 100. percent and it's one of those things where, like, but with all of them, like, her character interacting with Klaus would be fantastic. Interacting with Five would be great. Her, even though that, spoiler, like, the FBI, what was what was her name? The, she runs the time agency. Oh, um. Kate Walsh? Kate, Kate Walsh, yeah. Kate Walsh. Even though she's dead, her interaction with Kate Walsh, that, like, weird so mother-daughter-boss-subordinate relationship was, like, so interesting. I... Like even Here's the so thing, I would also, say even I would say the weirdest ca- not weirdest casting but like so like Elliot Page great chemistry with the with the thing but not as I feel like not as like tight knit with the rest of no, the cast I I feel like that oh with the cast with the cast you know what I mean like you don't feel yeah. the same amount of chemistry they don't, but they it kind don't of works but it kind of works for Elliot Page you know what I mean like it's like yeah especially it also works for the character <laughs> yeah slightly for the character. but I do think that there's also just an element of like. Elliot Page is not on social media a lot. When they are, yeah. it's usually to talk about his, like, documentaries and his activism. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that's not super surprising. Because when they are all posting together, it's like, they're at Soho House. Yeah. Or they played laser tag. Like, Rob Sheehan also isn't usually with them a lot either. Because he's presumably in another country. <laughs> Listen, being attracted to Rob Sheehan is, like, a constant, like, it's honestly, it's a personality crisis for me. Because no one, like... Just embrace it. You know how many shameful likes I have? (laughs) I wouldn't even call it shameful, though. It's just on paper. Confusing. The man is... It's confusing because the man is ridiculous. It it truly, every so often, I'm like, is the power of the curly hair that strong? And the answer is yes, because it's also tied with the, like, sexual ambiguity and the the Irish accent and being a really good actor. And I love him, but if I knew him in real life, I would make fun of this man. 24 7 like it would maybe you're into that never (laughs) there would never be a moment where i wouldn't be making fun of this person if i knew them maybe part of the attraction maybe part of the attraction is that you could ridicule a person the whole time i they wouldn't care they'd be like yeah 
I love ridiculing people. It's my favorite pastime. So, so middle school, man. Christina, was your crush a curly haired what skater let's, boy? Let's, let's like what was it? Yeah, what like, was your middle school crush? That says a lot about a person, I think. If I'm middle school, I don't even know that I could remember who I had a crush on in middle school at all. Not necessarily to, a real person. I try to genuinely forget everything from that time. I did okay, no, but the curly hair thing. Seth Cohen in the OC man. I was all about that. I was yep. all about that. It, I the curly hair power is strong. I've realized as adult, but the hippiness, it's it's hard. And it doesn't matter. Anyway, I love him. I can't wait for Umbrella. Marina Academy better watch out. I love this whole listen. I love <laughs> Marina's hair. Okay, Marina's hair is stunning. I have an entire wall dedicated to curly, curly hair, hair art. Yeah, I love my curly hair. It took a long time to get there. I used to straighten it like crazy when I was a. Uh, See, it's the it's the attraction of you're always a little attracted to yourself in other yeah that's what it is (laughs) anyway i just i love him but i love the whole cast and i love david castaneda that one took me by surprise never anticipated that david castaneda is there's also let's be real there's also a sexual ambiguity there as well too uh absolutely i was like oh you were not what i thought you were (laughs) no i knew oh i'm waiting for them to acknowledge in show that uh diego is by that's the prevailing favorite a lot there's i think we talked about this last time there's a really great article that someone wrote like a white paper about why diego's character really resonates with a lot of people in the trans community i'm excited let's go because this show they know how to take what fans like about a show and do it without it feeling fan servicey so i'm stoked what a surprise for us that umbrella academy (laughs) became this thing you know who's the who's who's the director again uh, Steve Blackman. Well, yeah. Steve Blackman is the showrunner, and he's like the main, the main guy that makes Dude, it. Dude, reach much out his... to us. We'll reach out to you. How about no? But really, my chemical romance <laughs> graphic novel, Gerard Way. Gerard Way. Yeah. That's that's shocking. Everything, but also a lot of the things about the Umbrella Academy show that are good are the things that are different from the graphic. Yeah, novel. I would say different. Yeah, but like, yeah, this is this is what I'm saying. Steve Bla- Blackman. What, that's his name. Steve Bachman. Come on the show, man. Dude. Uh, let's reach out to him on Instagram. I'm sure he's not doing How about anything this? important. You let us visit set. Yeah. <laughs> it's in Toronto. We could go. Okay. The furthest away they get is Hamilton. Okay. We've done that bef- trip before. I don't need to talk to them, the actors. I just 100%. need to observe. I would this love to my- watch. That's it. Can I say something? <laughs> so here's another anticipated thing for 2022 for me. On our Twitter, we follow a lot of content creators that are like critics and reviewers for like movies tv shows a lot of them actually now work for like amazon talking about things that are coming up marketers and there's been this i think really great thing where a lot of the black tv critics and tv writers that we've been seeing on our twitter account are being snatched up by netflix and they're joining the editorial staff they're joining the marketing staff they're becoming like netflix pr writers and i see that and all i think is god i see what you do for other people <laughs> and I want it for me. I am not even asking for like I don't want an editorial job. Don't make me talk about it. I just because I invite me to the Netflix parties because now I, now I have an in. I have a reason to be in those situations where I have I can a job talk for myself. To someone about the books they're reading. What's, what's the job? For my you? job is I'm going to read the books and tell Netflix which ones to buy. Oh, rights the, of and then the, create you're, into you're the, you're the book agent. The thing from Philippi, Filippo yeah, Bernardini tried to like pretend to be thirty. That's there are me. only like thirty of them in the whole yeah. world. You could be one, Steph. I would and I would do a good job. job. <laughs> 
get that's your next that's your next thing while you're doing your current job get a side hustle where you're like an assistant for one of these people and then when they die you get their client list that's how publishing works i I would do i would be great at it and like i'm tooting my own horn here you know (laughs) no you would be good at it with self-publishing here's how romance genre i would kill it whatever we got it Nats, what your what's what draw what job from Netflix would you like? Oddly, okay, this is a weird one that I've been interested in in a while. I would never do it. There's no possibility. But I want to be the location scout for things. Oh, that's good. I think that's really fun. I did did a lot of driving around in my youth. I know a lot of places. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: she's gonna spit out her life. <laughs> Christina. Sorry, I was just like. Matt's resume for location scout. I drove around. I've driven around. (laughs) But I also what would your resume say from this year? This year had a car. (laughs) But like, I also want to be like the contact person for like locals, right? So like, if it's filming somewhere else and stuff like that, I could be like the person that like figures out the local place to go. Yeah. Yeah. So like, essentially, but like a lot of places now, like a lot of films and filming crews or whatever production studios, they hire like only local location specialists for that specific, I, I want to be forever across the board. <laughs> like, and then I just get to choose the projects I like or something. I don't know. That'd be fun. That's a dream job. I don't know why I'm so thirsty for Netflix and I'm like, whatever. Anything. Just hire me. <laughs> Just take me. Just hide. Because I think what it's, it is, too, is, like, a big realization. It doesn't fucking matter what I do. It doesn't. I'm in marketing. Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. No one's life is being saved. Put me anyway. Put me anyway. I kind of... Okay, so, like, I, this whole, like, Netflix thing, I was like, oh, I'd love to be working for Netflix. And then I was like, honestly, anywhere. Any, any like, big film studio place or whatever. I was like, uh, okay, let me look into the... What about HBO? Will you hire me? <laughs> like, I'm like, someone hire me. I feel like the closest you can get in Toronto is Bell Media. And they don't they, hire often. They they're, are cur- they're currently hiring a marketing manager <laughs> for their entertainment side. This is so important. This is the job podcast. <laughs> yes, this is a... Um, we just... We just next episode we open up indeed and we read upcoming positions here's, that you can apply to here's here's what the many years the many decades of the pandemic have taught us um your job doesn't matter the world is ending do something you want to do yeah, <laughs> truly d- truly and then if you end up not liking it a weekend bye yeah like it's just it and like i'm saying this from a place where i don't even have a job and i'm still like i do not care to do certain things and i will not yeah. be doing them and you shouldn't. You shouldn't be put in a place of desperation where you're doing it. Because, like, I just really appreciate how people are quitting their jobs right now. Good for you. Yeah. Every yeah. time I see someone quit, I think, congratulations. It's Disney Plus, Netflix, HBO Go. I care about digital content. This is my resume for all of it. This is my cover letter. I'll take this part of the episode. Uh, every time anybody asks me for a cover letter, I'll just, uh, I'll just fucking attach the audio file. I care about digital content. I care about TV desperately this is the only thing i want to work on right now because everything else doesn't matter i could work in any other industry and it would be the same because the only one i genuinely want to do like i did books great no other book place will ever pay me enough let's go here (laughs) yeah also hire us because we will absolutely consume that content like how many how many employees can you say consume that content obsessively and love it and are passionate about it because, like, I'm thinking, I'm looking at Disney, I literally will watch that fucking Star Wars biomes thing and sound effects thing, like, 
on repeat. And I'm like, why? For who is this? For me. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. The Dan Brella Academy season two released. I wait. I stayed up. I waited. And then I took the day off work. And then I finished it in the length of like the entire runtime it took to get to the end. I didn't we all care to too much. We, it's a problem. We read minimum 100 books a year. Minimum. Yeah. I got to 98 last year, friends. Who can, who can you tell? Who who other people do you know that do that on top of having their own job at the same time? Like, and our audience. <laughs> but to be fair, our audience, all of them. True. Yeah, that's true. Our <laughs> audience is like, I read 286. What are you talking about? That's fair. But the people in those jobs right now don't. And don't. No. Just, just Netflix. I listen to your fucking HR podcast. Just hire fuck? me. <laughs> You're I just like listen to that podcast for exclusively the reason of one day. You know what I'm saying? One day. Well, that's our most anticipated of 2022. Who knows what we said? Uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, we highly recommend you check it out. Please let us know what you're excited for for this year, especially for books, because my TBR is not long enough. Uh, you can let us know what you're looking forward to on Instagram and on Twitter at EatsCast. You can also drop us a voice note on Anchor uh, and we'll put that in our episode and uh, talk about what you recommended and why we hate it or love it. Uh, thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Also, your TBR isn't long enough. Like, why isn't the whole Guild series on? <laughs> wild wild uh so my meet cute for dev patel is (laughs) you know he reads you can get it you can get that man was just walking around tiff just on the ground like a regular ass person getting his picture taken in that little star trek chair i want this This similar (laughs) i want this similar story to um What's his name? Riz Ahmed. Uh, yeah, Riz Ahmed. Yeah. I want this oh, I'm, yeah. in, I'm in the cafe. Don't apparently have no idea. Uh, pretend I don't have any idea who he is. Writing your novel. But if right? someone came up, but if he came up to you, you wouldn't be like, oh, you'd be like, that guy looks like Dev Patel. It's not actually Dev Patel. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be like, ah, uh, yes, Daddy Energy. Uh, <laughs> Let's be real. If some random dude came up to me while I was just sitting in a cafe, I'd be like, leave me alone. <laughs> if it was Dev Patel, though. But you don't know that it's Dev Patel, it's just a man. <laughs> yeah, in, in Meet Cute World, you wouldn't know. 